2: Here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network on Friday, November the 11th. And I must say, college football season has just flown by. I couldn't believe I was sitting in Hilton Coliseum on Monday. It just didn't even seem right. Speaking of basketball, that is why we weren't on KXNO Thursday like we normally are because the Iowa State women were on and uh, kicked butt, had a good game against a Southern team were b- bloom real quick. I, I was texting with somebody I, I compared the women's game against Southern. It was like playing a triple option team in football. Like it's, just, they were very different type of um, stylistic than the ladies are normally used to. That was a good one just to, to get out, get out of the way, get that one over with, but no fun, fun. I love that team. I, I think that I think by the end of the month, that's going to be my favorite Iowa state team and, in Iowa state history, any sport, I just think that they are a blast and I'm just in love with watching them play already. It was fun. fun So much to an already really good roster.
0: Right. Right. And I, I was watching last night. I'm like, Oh, I forgot Maggie Espin Miller McGraw's on this team. Yeah. She started as a freshman
2: and now she's like their eighth man. She's like the eighth person. Yeah. It's just so good. It's they're They're so fun to watch. And so,
0: so last, well, uh, little help for the people because I screwed it up. So I want to get on the record. It's Suarez. 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 Oh, is
2: girl. Suarez. Suarez. Okay. Well, yeah. man, uh, go and check my Twitter feed. I actually asked for the film on a pass that Lexi Donarski made in the second quarter to Suarez. And it was just like, we've had really good women's teams in the past, but this is a totally different level in my opinion, as far as skill goes and just having the, having the 6'6 six, six frame in the middle who's hyper-athletic. Like, they are a blast. So that that's why we weren't on KXNO Thursday right. night. Uh, but we are here with Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive because we can't go a week without making our college football picks. Hey, Timmy. Welcome to the podcast. Gentlemen, how are we?
1: How are we doing today, guys?
2: Never been it's better. Cold. It's cold. See, you complain, yeah, it's and I have never it's been better. Is this the, it's the tale of two men right there.
0: Do you guys sell fireplaces yeah. or, uh,
1: yeah, you get any like yeah, home do. heating units? We do. Yep. We, uh, some of the smaller, uh, ceramic heaters, some of the nice, uh, well, what would you call them? I, 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 lack the intelligence to use the words correctly, but we'll call them fake fireplaces that plug yeah. in and look really cool and heat your room. Yeah. Yeah. I have one. Yeah. Yeah. Sure do. Uh, you can go on there on the old NFM.com and you can uh, have it shipped directly to you or pick it up here at the store, whatever is easier for you. I would deliver it too. Uh, but we've got lots of stuff there. Uh, yeah, boom, It's gets cold out this morning. I don't like I, it. I
0: know. It's like, winter, is, winter is coming. It's here. Yeah.
1: You know, when you look at the days of, like, uh, what's the temperature going to be coming up? You're like, oh, here's some dips and ups and downs. And now it's just, here's 30, and it's just horrible out.
2: And, okay. In, it's okay. In defense of Mother Nature, we had a pretty good fall, though. I felt like we had a pretty good run. We did. Didn't we? I mean, we were, yeah. we were out taking the kids trick-or-treat. It was, like, 70 degrees. Like, I mean... Come on. That is true. In I think it's a golf one time in November. Yeah. so that's, eh, I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready. Let's get it going. No complaints. Start going to basketball. And like, yeah. it's, it's like, it doesn't need to be 70. Let's, let's get going. Let's, let's push our chips all in, get this thing over with, and it'll be football season again next year before you know it.
1: That's right. Yeah. No, we got uh, good things coming up though. I want to tell you guys about, we have, uh, you know, it's our veterans day today and yes. you know, uh, NFM takes that very, very seriously. We, uh, back to our founder, Mrs. B, her son, Louis B was a veteran of world war II, And, uh, since that day we've taken this day very seriously. We celebrate our own internal men and women that have served us. And we have a current veterans day sale going on where there's some great tiered offers of the more you buy, the more you save 24 months financing. Great time to come in and see us for that. But also just want to make sure everybody knows out there, we have an amazing military discount. Um, you know, really? I'm not disparaging against anybody. I didn't know uh-huh. that.
2: I didn't know you guys had that. That's yeah.
1: I, I think we've done a great job with it because for most, you know, stores and a lot of stores do it and I appreciate what they're doing, but you know, when people are so competitive in the market, if I go out there and say, I'm going to give you a 5% off for the invention, uh, sometimes that's not that much because of how competitive the other stores are. So what we did was whatever our price is, we even in competition, we will sell it lower to those men and women of our service uh, to make sure they're getting the best deal possible, even below what our comp move is. So uh, our employees are privy to a pricing layer that is, is really for that. I, I'm really proud of our company for doing that. So huh. come in and see us for anything you need there. That's a great opportunity. And then of course we always got some fun stuff coming up, but it looks like a toy store threw up in our uh, main area. Uh, our merchandising team killing it once again, setting the store for Santa's, Uh, you know, I will tell you personally, I have a little bit of ill because there's this holiday in between called Thanksgiving that we brush over, but the world says Christmas starts right now in November. So, but they've set it up. It looks amazing. There's so many toys and that's kind of a void in the market. So if you're looking for toys for the kids coming out and see what we got, there is thousands of them on the floor right now. Uh, and then we'll have some holiday events coming up soon. I mean, the Grinch will be coming the first of December and different things like that. So great time to come out and see us.
2: Okay. so, we're going to get into like life here for a second before we do the pits. Yeah. yeah. The the freaking the freaking inflation thing is like real. I don't know if like you guys like feeding your kids like getting like milk and crap. Like I'm not kidding. Like yeah. it's it's weighing on everybody. Here's what I think I'm going to do. Cuz I have my NFM card. I'm just going to knock out yeah. all my Christmas shopping with you guys at the 0% interest. And then you can
1: yeah, pay it rally off rally up a big You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rally up a big bill. Yeah. Come out and see us. I mean, we literally have stuff that are like, I was walking out this morning. I just, I, you know, it's amazing to me. It's like, uh, we got everything from the largest dollhouse you could possibly imagine to a fidget rubber ball for $2, like stocking stuffers, big presents, small presents. Mm. I am going to have to buy a new Nerf gun. We have a Nerf, like 18 shot rifle out there that (laughs) it's just Hmm. I don't know how I don't have that already. Nerf guns are amazing. God, but, uh, the Bloom Boys, yeah, lots of stuff out there. Jeez. Yeah,
2: freaking Everett running around I with a Nerf gun.
0: I can't, I can't take my kids to NFM because they don't want to leave. It's like when you, <laughs> we used to go to Toys R Us back in the day. You know, yeah. like that was the big day out. did those even exist like, anymore? Yeah. or they? No. Or they went under. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's why NFM's taking advantage. Is like they're yeah. they're void in the market right now. That's the, the toys for Christmas.
1: Correct. All right. Yep. Well, I mean. That's uh, we, we'll get you taken care of. That's for sure. And again, it's set up very, very nice. Your kids will love it coming out and see us.
0: Yeah, and then they got the the big people toys too. Yeah, you know no, what doubt, I'm saying. About, no right. doubt
2: about that. That's right. All right. Um, how bad did we do last week, Tim?
1: We did horrible, but Bloom did better. It's just story of my life, you know. Yeah, Bloom went three and two, and you and I went two and three. Oh, okay. On uh, that problem, though, is he is now ten games above five hundred. Oh, Uh, I am at 500 or excuse me. He's five above 500. I'm at 500 and you are three below 500. This is my week. He has a five game lead on us. So if you go and I'm going to be honest with you, Chris, I'm tempted to just go against you because two weeks in a row I've rode with you and I am just circling the drain. Do that. And then that's when
2: things shift. Right. Okay. All right. Well, let's here's get what going, here's what's crazy, just real quick. So I I'm very yeah. <laughs> competitive with my sports betting, and I don't do it to like I'm not I'm not feeding my kid. I'm not doing this like prof- It's like right. it's it's an internal competition. I want to see how many units I can go up this week compared to the last, and it's like I it's <laughs> just a I, it's just a it's a hobby for me to push myself. Last week was the best sports betting weekend of my life in college football, really? and then but the locks yeah. that I gave out for Iowa everywhere were two and two. And then these picks were two and three. So it's like, I have nothing to show yeah. for it. I have nothing.
1: Yeah. So basically what I hear you say is you tell the public one thing and you go the opposite. Go the way. The yeah, kinda, no, I, I, but like, if you follow me on what like, I heard
2: blue. What'd you
0: hear? It sounds like a politician to me.
2: If you follow me on yeah, the action yeah. network, you can see every bet that I place. Like they're all public, but like on a college football Saturday, I'm betting on 20 games. You know, like in these, it's just like, we have five. How do you keep track? Uh, this, this is my thing. I can't yeah, keep I can, track yeah. of that many. You, you log it all. You... you log it all. It's amazing.
1: And then it shows you. I like would just... be exhausted. I'm exhausted mentally thinking yeah. about 20 games. Oh, it's so much day. fun. It's so much fun. I'm doing three, three at most on a Saturday. Cause I just oh. can't keep And then I yeah, got to like, go look like, every five seconds. What was my parlay? How many points did I do this?
0: Right. I like one, yeah. one, a window. I'm kind of a one, a window guy.
1: Oh, that's, I like
2: that. me. Mine's 20, yeah. 20 to 25 per Saturday. Let's go <laughs> big on Fresno tonight, by the way, but go ahead. All What's right. Let's put what, what are we, we got? Doing? Five
1: games this week, gentlemen, as we usually do, I've tried to extrapolate the finest games that I could find, which again, it's kind of a weak weekend, if you will, uh, to say two words twice at the same time. We're like big point spread here. You know how much I dislike Harbaugh. So we're going to start off going to the big house as number three, Michigan hosts. Uh, The Cornhuskers from Nebraska, (laughs) we've got a 31-point spread here. A 31-point spread from Michigan at home. I already heard Bloom in my head going, well, I mean, if Michigan can score 45, can Nebraska score 10? (laughs) I mean, that's that's Bloom. I know. When I pick this, I go, I already hear Bloom's logic in my head. head. I love it. You are, but I'm going with you here. I think that they will score 45 points on Nebraska, and I don't think Nebraska will score 10. I'm going Michigan here, unbelievably taking the garbage can Jim Harbaugh coach. Yeah, a I, really nice person. I'm going to make i, I want to tell you.
2: I want Michigan too. I just uh, Nebraska stinks. They're just not very good. And here's the thing about the Wolverines. They need style points because their non-conference yeah. was so bad. And I, I think that yeah. Chris Hassel and I argued for, about this all day on Thursday and text messages on our show. And I think that the committee would take a 10-2 and two Bama over an 11-1 and one Michigan because of that non-conference schedule. I I truly believe it. He he doesn't think that they would. I think that they would, and they need to like kill as many teams as possible down the stretch. So give me Michigan.
1: Well, let's put it this way. I feel like you followed me there, so I feel better. Yeah,
0: there there you go. We're winning that
1: one. There you go. Yeah, Bloomer, what do you got, buddy?
0: Man, I think this is the last hurrah for Mickey Joseph, and he keeps it within (laughs) twenty-eight.
1: yeah so i'll take nebraska all right. brent,
2: brent is just systematically wow. going against us that's all he's
0: doing
1: i i couldn't agree more they're like literally my logic i described as we started the show you know if i'd had him go first that's I, what he would have said
0: i mean what i, I the, the thing that scares me is what you guys brought up is that michigan needs to not only win but destroy people i just nebraska's not akron right like they're Nebraska, so 30 points is a lot. Against Who would the Michigan win, team that... Nebraska or Akron right now? Well, so, I mean, Michigan's offense is is good. Don't get me wrong, but this isn't like Baylor with RG3 running out there. Like, can they get to 50? Yeah, but I don't know.
1: Michigan's averaging 42 points a game. Nebraska's averaging 25. But Michigan's okay. only averaging, allowing 12.
0: Yeah, I listen. I mean, I think it's going to be really close to that thirty. Like, I don't. I wouldn't. I'm not going near this game with my uh, substantial bankroll. <laughs> however, <laughs> with your units, how, however, I I think it's within thirty. Let's go. Right. We're going to dominate this week. next game, yeah.
1: gentlemen. Uh, speaking of the uh, potential ten and a uh, crimson tide number nine, Alabama is a twelve point favorite at Old Miss. Uh, Bloom, what do you got here?
0: We got to stop giving Alabama all this credit. This isn't this isn't five years ago. I mean, Ole Miss is is just as talented in a lot of spots than Alabama. I'm I mean I love the twelve points here. I agree with Brent. I, I, this is one of my
2: ones that stood out to me. I just I don't understand why Ole Miss is not getting any more respect. They're really well coached. They are hyper talented across the board and. Frankly, Bama's not as good as they have been, and I think they're still playing for a playoff spot. But what, what what's really interesting in today's era for a school like Bama, when you're not playing for a playoff spot, then like are guys like looking to the pros already, right? Like it it gets, right. it gets really interesting. Right. Yep. So yep.
1: I, I How like old- are they when they just assume it.
2: Yeah, I, I like old Miss here, Tim.
1: Yeah, I I'm with you guys. I mean, they're an eight and one team right now. I mean, their loss was to LSU. Alabama lost to LSU. Other than that, that's their singular loss. Uh, and, and I mean, they're both putting up tons of points. They're both got good defense. I mean, it's going to be a great game. But 12 points when you're at home, uh, you know that that's a, this, that's a pretty good amount there. For, so
2: we have more time since we're just podcasted it. This yeah. is a yeah. This is a good teaser game to get that above. Because you can go from twelve and get that above seventeen, and get mm-hmm. Ole Miss at home. So if you have another game where you'd like to get some points, this would that would be a really prime teaser spot, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, they just went on the road and beat a And I mean, I know a And ms not a And M, but it, it's is somebody hurt that we don't know about here. It's just no.
2: It's to... just the power ratings, man. It's yeah. Bama's just really, yeah. really high on them.
1: Yeah. Well, the next game, gentlemen, is the one I am looking forward to the most this weekend. Uh, I, I just, uh, a complete lack of respect for the number four TCU Horned Frogs at 9-0, and undefeated on the season. Uh, and they are a touchdown dog in Austin uh, with the Texas Longhorns being favored by seven. This is a, uh, I think we got a night game here. Yeah, we got an evening game into the night. Uh, in Austin. So let, let, I'm curious what you guys go here. Number four, TCU, a seven-point dog at Texas. CW, what you got?
2: Brent and I are going to go opposite ends here. I'm prepared for it, and that's good because it will allow me to gain ground. The kind of my conventional wisdom when this game, I, I, I was like blindly followed Texas on Sunday. I I just think it's too many points. I I won't be surprised at all if Texas wins the game, I actually think it makes a lot of sense that they're getting better with all their transfers. They're still, you know, I think it's, we're we're learning a lot about the name image and likeness era in these schools that are bringing in 30 new guys and and all these new faces. And and I'm guessing these teams will generally get better as the season goes on, or they're going to crater like Miami and Texas A&M have because they have no chemistry, but Texas is getting better. But, TCU doesn't suck. Like, that's the thing. Like I keep getting this narrative that, and and I'm not taking a a shot at your, your boys, Tim, but like, this isn't like Iowa 2015 where we're watching those games and we knew that they weren't, we knew that they couldn't compete at that top. I, I think pretty much anybody who was rational was like, okay, this is a good story, but they're not like this elite level of athletes. TCU has really good athletes. They have a fifth year quarterback. They have a great coach. Just, I'm gonna take the points here, and I, again, they may not win, but would it, would you be surprised at all if this is forty-one to thirty-eight or one of those types of games? I want the points and the fifth-year quarterback here, and I, so I'm gonna take TCU. My mind has changed a little bit since Sunday when we recorded Brent, and I've done more research on this game. I think if the line was four three and a half, I'd probably roll with Texas, but a touchdown's too
0: much me. Is this right what at you seven think, Are we at six or yes. seven Right at seven? I I'm going to go with my gut. And I, I think, you know, TCU has run the ball on everybody, but Texas's run defense is, is, is outstanding. And I don't see TCU keeping Texas under 40. Just don't. I think this is 40 to 24 longhorns. Here you go. Bloom tease Ole Miss in Texas. I'm going to. I just, I think I'm going to do that.
2: If you like that, the way you just run it out, that's a good teaser yep. because that'll get all Texas has to do is win and they're going to plus 17 with with Ole Miss. Yep.
0: I love Texas here. I love the spot for Texas.
1: Yeah. I, gosh, man. I, you know, when I think of it and I think of this game, you think of, you know, Dugan and all these games, man, he's like the little engine. Mm-hmm. He just keeps them going and going and going and he kind of puts them on his back once in a while. I just wonder if this spot's too much. Night game. Uh, at Memorial stadium, I mean, Texas has got a lot to prove what a big win that would be for them, the hype and everything. I just ugh, torn here. I'm gonna go Texas. I'm going the other way. Uh, I'd love to see TCU. Hell, I'd love to see TCU win outright. Uh, but, uh, but let's go ahead and say Texas here, uh, for me. Okay. So, all
2: right. So I'm gaining the g- game on both of you there. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. Okay,
1: Uh, the two in-state games, gentlemen, to finish out our uh, our slate here. This one was interesting to me. Uh, Wisconsin is a one and a half point favorite at Iowa. Uh, I don't. I've not picked Iowa once this year. I think maybe except for the first week. This will be the week I actually go with them. Uh, I don't know what Wisconsin's offense brings to the table that would make any. I mean, to me, this should be a pick them anyway. I don't know how they would put favorites on anybody, but to the fact they would give points at home for what Hawks have done the last couple of games. I don't know. I didn't see it, so I will go ahead and take the Hawkeyes here.
0: Oh, uh, I'm going to play the. I'm, I'm playing the odds here, and the odds are Spencer Petras is unable to put three games in a row together. <laughs> now he's done two, 100%. two without an interception, which is like there's no way he goes three for three and. I know he was, you know, puffing his chest out. Which, hey, man, good for you. You talk that talk, Spencer Petrus, if you can, but uh, not not three weeks in a row. So, yeah, I, I think I think the Wisconsin defense is the story here.
2: I've looked way too deeply into this game for the two guys named Chris Show, and I my 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 read on it. I mean, Wisconsin's won eight of ten in this series, and they're almost identical teams. Why have they won eight to ten? Because they do what Iowa does, but better. Uh, now that's different. Everything's so weird this year because they fired their coach. Iowa was just horse manure, and now they're you know playing playing much better. Though here's the thing: if Iowa gets one of their Cooper DeGene like interceptions and gives that offense the ball on the fifteen yard line one time, I think Iowa wins. The problem is, are they going to? Graham Mertz had five completions last week in Wisconsin's yeah. win over Maryland. Like, I don't like. Isn't Wisconsin going to be okay to say I'm just going to run the ball for three yards every play, and you're going to get the ball seven to eight times in this football game? If that happens, I like Wisconsin because I think that if it's just those two teams doing what they do, I think Wisconsin finds a way to beat them by three. This is a ten to three game. Or, no, a 10 to 7 game, 10 to 9, 13 to 10. It ends that way. I'm going to play Wisconsin. Um, but again, like if Iowa gets one of its block punts or, you know, all those crazy things that they do, I think one of those and that gets you the win because I don't think that yeah, there's going to be many
0: possessions here. Who makes the mistake? Yeah. You guys talked about it this week and I agree. It's like a turnover is worth two turnovers in this game. Yeah.
1: And I, I don't want like, the big key to turn though. One of the big keys in the last couple of weeks though, is the injection of Caleb Johnson in no the Iowa offense. They can run the ball basis. Now. Yeah. They, they have a running back that is making up for an O-line that is still learning where, when they were running the other guys in this you know carousel, they had no continuity is clearly Caleb Johnson's backfield now. And, and yeah. that has made, you know, not just as one huge game last week, but the week before. You you see a spark in this kid that is he's good. Uh, you wonder what our season would have been like had he have had the rock all year. But true freshman is getting a lot of runs. So yeah, I, I, you guys, I'm not going to be surprised either way. I wouldn't. Uh, last week, I am I emotionally hedged my bets and I put uh, 25 bucks against them to lose. <laughs> uh, so that way, I either won a bet or they won. But uh, I yeah, but the, here the,
2: I wouldn't bet Bloom's bloom emotional money on hedging. This game. I would play the under, yeah. even at 35, I would. I think I would play the under in this game.
1: Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. And, it's uh, yeah, it's at 35, so I would too. All right, gentlemen, let's move on to uh, just – I can't wait to hear your guys' analysis on this one. I mean, this is – I don't know what to think about this at all. Iowa State, a one-point uh, favorite on the road at Oklahoma State. Not surprised they're a one-point favorite, but who is Oklahoma State right now and, and what is that team all about? Like, I have no idea – At the beginning of the year, I thought they were world beaters, and they had a really great chance, and now they are a shell of themselves. The mullet is a miss with what he's supposed to be doing. What do you guys think here? I'm I'm clueless to this game where I want to sit right now, so I'm going to listen to you guys. What do you got here,
2: c I love Iowa State this week for probably a dozen different reasons, but the mullet is banged up. They're major injury problems. Stat I keep giving out this week that deserves – more pub that Oklahoma state's given up over 250 rushing yards per game in its last three. They are depleted across the board. And, uh, listen, I, for three quarters last week, we were having the same conversation about Iowa state's offense. It's not like they just broke out against West Virginia, but the fact that they did, Score some touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I think they're more con- – I don't think they were ever as bad as people thought because they were moving the ball. They just couldn't finish drives. And I think that Cartivius Norton, Jirel Brock, if he plays, and Deion Silas are going to really run wild tomorrow. I really like Iowa State here. If if Oklahoma State is starting a freshman quarterback against that defense, John Haycock is going to be salivating. Iowa State can get some interceptions. I think Iowa State wins by two scores.
1: Whoa! Yep. Wow, Bloom. What's the you? Yeah, I
0: mean, I mean, the numbers people like Iowa State here. Iowa State's actually been remarkably consistent. <laughs> it's just that's the thing. Really like been. they're not
2: like covering all the time, but if if no. they're a three point dog, they're losing by five. Like the it, so the it, analytics just are steady eddy with Iowa State. Right.
0: This is it's like it's a known commodity, which I th- I know what I'm going to get from Iowa State. Pr- pretty good idea. Like, it's gonna be tough to move the ball. You're gonna be op- yeah. opportunistic, hopefully, on offense. But Oklahoma State's a big question mark. Like, I, I wouldn't, I don't know. I mean, they could be great with this freshman quarterback. Maybe Sanders comes back. Maybe they miraculously get healthy. I'm not sure. But I'm gonna take the known commodity, which is Iowa State's gonna be pretty straight and level effort
2: one, in this game. One other thing too, Campbell's teams play well on the road. I, I can't. But they're, they're a good yeah. road team for some reason. And,
0: so. And the other part, C-Dub, is they're pretty healthy. Yeah. Like, they really are. I mean, when you're in week 10 of the season, Iowa State is a relatively healthy team. Sure, they've got some guys banged up here or there, but compared to Oklahoma State, one team's a lot fresher, a lot healthier, and uh, has, has a little more confidence, I think, and that's the, that's the road team here.
1: Yeah, looking at the games, gentlemen, I mean, right now, aside from the Oklahoma game, which kind of got away there, I mean, their losses are by three, by one, by three. I mean, and they, they're low-scoring games, points allowed, 16 Iowa State, 32 Oklahoma State points allowed on mm-hmm. defense right now, allowing 180 yards rushing a game. I think to your point, Bloom, I think that's where you've sold me, is that I just think that defense is consistent, defense travels. You know, if they're having a little, you know, a tough time, can get a running game going, get some play action, get Deckers moving around, I think you're going to find some uh, – some plays out there that, that are going to really make a difference for people. And I mean, Hutchinson's just, that kid's a freak. I mean, I, I saw your thing, I think it was on Twitter the other day, C-Dev. I mean, that'll be a miss if that kid's not playing on Sunday, someday. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'll, I, I'll go here too with the consistent thing. I just, I mean, Kansas State, you lose, you, you get a donut and lose by 48. Then go lose at KU, but you beat Texas. Like, I just don't think Oklahoma State knows who they are right now. But. The only
2: wide receiver in the country graded out higher than X right now is Marvin Harrison jr. And then Xavier Hutchinson. Yeah. So he's had a Jeez. hell of a year. He's unfortunately had some drops and bad times, but he's been really good. This is like, this is a, yeah, but when you, yeah, he's getting 20 targets a game,
1: right? So I was going to say, when you throw it at him, when, yeah. when that's where the ball, I mean, that's where the ball's going and he's still having the production that he is.
0: Yeah. This is, this is one of those games, though, when you tell the story of of Iowa State, it, it's huge because you, I think it really flips the idea on this season. Uh, you probably get, you know, you're definitely closer to bowl eligibility, if not in with that five and seven record, which C-Dub and I, I have discussed and I would say could probably get into a bowl at five and seven, regardless of the tech or the TCU game. But winning a road game against an Oklahoma State team that hasn't lost at home this year is a big deal. It always mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. So I think this is really a, a sets the table for what has been a disappointing year and really flip things around with just one victory in Stillwater. Now, it doesn't erase everything, but it certainly helps. And this is a game where I think Iowa State feels really good going in. It, it has some confidence, and I think you get a big day out of uh, the, the young guys and Norton, Noel, Deckers, and then X is there too. So I'm excited for this one. Let's go. Let's get well, after
1: it. We've got a few discrepancies. Nobody's gonna make a big move this week, gentlemen, but uh it's all right. CW got a game or two to catch I'm, us on. I'm waiting
2: for bull season. That's when I make my run. <laughs> all right, get out the I'm Nebraska furniture, that. Mark. Get your get the early Christmas shopping done.
0: Yeah, get the toys done.
1: That's yeah. right. Yeah, get get your toys. Veterans Day sale going on, steered or steered. Tiered savings on appliance packages. The more you spend, the more you save up to seven hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, lots of good stuff going on. Again, keep looking out for our marketing events on uh, Facebook. Our team is crushing it this year. Hmm. Uh, and again, it looks like a toy store threw up in our store. So come on out and <laughs> see what we got. I'm sure we got everything you need. stocking and stuffers on up. That's a good
2: line. Yeah. Some toy store threw up. That's good.
1: I just made that up. All right. He's starting one right there.
2: He's Brent Bloom. My name is Chris Williams. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the games this weekend, friends.